such an important word that we use so often and it seems like it is due for a change or substitution. Awakening is a word that we start listening to as we begin this spiritual path of knowing yourself and this begins with what we call sometimes a spiritual awakening. But I want to dive into the essence of this word and what it's supposed to mean to wake up in the deepest sense. Because you see, as, as it happens, we are a modern society that takes the intellect for the most important part of reality. In other words, we appreciate and value the intellect as a means to accomplish anything in life. And often I find that it is something that is working against the seeker. And I will try to explain this towards the end of this episode. Because when we understand something from direct experience, we have a tendency to talk about it and to explain what it was that we experienced. And so we enter this mode of abstraction, abstracting that which is of itself. So awakening in our society, the word waking up has been used perhaps too much in too many contexts. And from the modern perspective of the world, we have seen that waking up is something often used to refer to the awareness of societal issues. So we speak about waking up to the social problems that we have and to the oppression of the elites, those who have more than us or those who control uh, the game and so on. I used to call this the first level of awakening because modern humans have been uh, sure enough been in a stasis, if you will, in terms of knowing how this world is run by the institutions and organizations, the powers that be. And well, this is something that clearly needs to come out from, from the shadows and has been submerged over hundreds of years, really. It is a step in expanding your awareness. So I would call this uh, an expansion of consciousness or awareness rather than awakening. I'm trying to save the word for its true meaning. Although I did say at the beginning that it seems to be due for substitution <laughs> at some point. 
um, just like it happens with many other words like enlightenment, which is now a little bit too ostentatious to use as a description of what awakening is. So you don't find many people saying, I have been enlightened, I am enlightened. Um, seems a little arrogant actually in our vocabulary to say that because who are you to be enlightened? This is actually a very common mental tension of humanity because we have seen that with Jesus as well. Not to go on a tangent, but it helps explain why we have become a bit jealous about certain words, if that's even a word that I can use. And yeah, with Jesus was the fact that you can be the son of God, you can be the son of God until you are the only son of God, but nobody else. So we have a tendency to become afraid of people claiming divinity, people claiming something great. And this is a misconception based on Western ideas that we are just the refuse of the universe. And God is just always watching, shaking his head, because he's a man, of course. And we become afraid of anybody saying that they, they recognize their own divinity. And again, not to continue on this tangent, but um, I have been privileged to be divulging this experience that I am in both the Spanish community and the English community. And it is no surprise that the Spanish community has an even stronger uh, rejection towards the possibility of people claiming that there is a a natural enlightenment in us. This is due, in my recollection of events, that uh, Spanish communities have been sort of sealed for hundreds of years from the availability of global information due to language restrictions and limitations. And it's only now opening up. So there is a, there is a stronger uh, resistance to even consider the idea that divinity is what we are and it is not something that must be achieved towards effort and suffering. So waking up to the, the word of, not the word, but the, the social issues is one step. It is a necessary step. As you have been in the dark about these issues, you become aware of all of them. You become 
aware of the problems that humanity is facing and the people involved in these problems, the reasons, the motives, and so on. But again, I will say that this is uh, an expansion of awareness and not awakening. I'm trying to safeguard the word for its true meaning. And so as our awareness expands and we are presented with all the details of reality, there is a very possible second step for many people in our modern world and is the awakening to the metaphysical world. Whether you have been all the time a quote-unquote spiritual person or if you, like me, were also in the dark about the metaphysical reality that is the counterparts, so to speak, of our physical reality. You are attracted to this metaphysical knowledge that has been accrued over time in the occult because our modern society, if you remember, has been under very, very strong religious influences, mainly Christianity and Islam, which are the biggest uh, religions and it takes more than half of the population, way more than half the population, if my numbers are well remembered, for indoctrinating, in essence, the belief of reality. And so we have to hide this metaphysical knowledge because any attempt to play with this other side of reality would brand you as a non-conformist with the current religious system. And this is rapidly changing. And as a release of this contraction of this repression of metaphysical information that has been available for thousands of years, only repressed and always pointed at something that shouldn't be talked about. And you are, again, branded as crazy, or if you're lucky, you're branded as crazy. If not, you may even, you might even get killed at some point. And this repression is also called awakening, awakening to the metaphysical reality that I am not this body, I am made of energy and energy never dies and so on. And so we make a stop here and say, well, that's awakening. I have awakened to uh, the metaphysical world. And now I know that sacred geometry and astral travel and ascension and densities of consciousness and all this metaphysical jargon that we we are seduced by and start exploring. And so we call ourselves awakened. Once again, this is an expansion of awareness. 
you are becoming aware of that which has always been there. And yet this is not awakening. You see, there is a strong relationship between our interest in metaphysics and the true awakening, which is the path of spirituality. Now, the path of spirituality, I will narrow it down to the simple essence of it, which is the return of the Creator, the Alpha into the Omega, which is the same point. It is the remembrance. It is to know yourself. That is the essence of the spiritual path. And so at some point we become aware of this path of the knowing of the self. And so at this point is where we're actually at the end of the awareness expansion, as I have been calling it, because expansion can only reach a point, and that point is the whole universe. So when you become aware of yourself, when you know yourself, awareness reaches its limits. And so it is not about space or volume or amounts of things that you are aware of, but awareness of the totality of being. So big and small collapse. There is no amount of awareness that I, or things that I am aware of. I am only aware of one thing, and that is of reality, as it is. So this approaches the true awakening, knowing what is without further abstraction of it. At this point, the spiritual seeker has become let's say, a custom related to different words that are thrown in the spiritual jargon. And that once again needs to be explored and synthesized in an, an experiential nexus, as Ra would say. And these words are Again, our protagonists, awakening. What is awakening? We also get used to the word ego, higher self, consciousness, God, oneness, infinity. These are basic words that need to be synthesize in the being because without us being able to fully live and recognize the essence of these words we're still in this seeking and this is the byproduct of the intellectual understanding or the attempt to understand intellectually things 
we dive into so many books, documentaries, courses, shows, etc. YouTube videos. <laughs> we get into all of this. And this, again, is not a case against reading, watching, listening. But to point out that we have a tendency as modern humans to attempt to understand, to feel, understanding. When we understand something, there is a sort of relief. That's what we're looking for with intellectual understanding, a relief. But intellectual understanding can only bring you so much relief, which is just the conceptual confusion that you may have, and that is now easily explained by words. And so you can do this. We become infatuated with the capability of ourselves to explain concepts and to be able to know them. We may even write books about it at this point because we know so much. This is the scholarship uh, or the scholar's um, tendency, which again, is not a case into writing books or doing anything. It is just our tendency to try to understand things intellectually. However, neglecting the practical aspects of it and how to apply this intellectual knowledge. We may study all the books that we want of engineering, but if we don't know how to build anything, then it's all for nothing. At least in the spiritual path. And so this generates a constant seeking that goes blindly to us as the further achievements of learning new practices and new states of mind. People get into substances to enhance their abilities to have experiences. They also get into certain activities that provide a relief into this mental activity that is creating the, the seeking. And all sorts of relationships with objects and people. That is what I call the constant seeking which is only exacerbated and perpetuated by intellectual understanding with a lack of applicability or practical means to live what you have learned. And so waking up really is to become aware that what you have known so far is in constant flux and it is not you. 
It's waking up from the dream of separation from an experiential standpoint. It is no longer to understand it as a quantum movement of energy and me being the observer only of it. Or I know I am God because all is one and the ego is not what I am. And being able to write essays about it and explaining it in so many ways. It is, it's an individual path of knowing, not intellectually, but knowing. Just like you know that you are alive, you don't have to write books about it to explain that you are alive or to know that you are alive. You simply know that you are alive. And to know that you are essentially the basis of reality, that is awakening. That is the true essence of awakening. This simple and one knowledge of yourself reveals what the ego is. You no longer are affected by the ego because you recognize the pattern. You see that the ego or separate self is simply a mistaken state of mind identifying itself with its own activity. In other words, it's a mental disorder that we need to heal at its root. Or put it in another way, it is a natural state of consciousness when it is identified with the limitation of its activity. And so the spiritual path is simply the remembering that you are not that. It is a calling to wake up to your true reality. It's almost like consciousness becomes uncomfortable in this state of limitation and wants to remember what it is. You see, in this way, we don't, we don't brand um, the, the mental activity as something unnecessary. I must obliterate all my, my thoughts. They are unnecessary. I'm looking for stillness. No, you're looking for identity. You're looking to know who you are. And in the face of thoughts, you can still be who you are. In the face of chaos and mayhem in reality, in the physical world, or in your own traumas and everything, you can still remain who you are. That is the stillness of the mind. In fact, Stillness of the mind is an oxymoron because it's like saying the stillness of the wave. There is no stillness in the wave. The wave is moving and the mind is movement. So recognizing who you are is not to obliterate the mind, but to be, to remain calm in the activity of the mind. 
But you see, all of this is part of a recognition that takes place without the intellect, in pure experience, in the present moment. And that is awakening. Nothing else can describe it better. It is taking the time at any moment of your day to remember that which is without mind, without abstraction of thought, and remaining there. The implications of this are enormous, infinite, potentially. And it doesn't require that you do changes in your diet, sexual abstinence, inner child healing. It requires absolutely nothing of all those things that are laid down like so many vendors on a street of the spiritual path. It's a simple remembering. That is my best way to describe awakening. I hope you enjoyed. And that's all I got today in this episode. So thank you for listening, as always. And I'll see you in the next one.